Howdy, hi, hello, everybody, and welcome to part two of our coverage of Country Taylor here on T and Squee. You know the drill, we're listen, Gwen, this is T and Squee, the podcast where we spill the tea about the things that make us squee, and this is part two of our coverage of Country Taylor. If you've not listened to part one yet, go back and listen to it. It is just before this in the podcast feed. So go and listen to that first and then come back and enjoy our coverage of Speak Now, Red, and Red Taylor's version. Cool? Cool. All right. Okay. Okay. Three. All right. Time for Speak Now. I bop. <laughs> Speak Now uh, is Taylor's third studio album. It was released on October 25th, 2010. Um, it was 14 tracks that were all solo written by Taylor. Mm-hmm. So this is the first album where she has written every single song all by herself. Hell yes. The deluxe edition of the album included three new songs, three rearrangements, and two videos. So we got quite a bit of extra content from this album. Um, the album received mixed reviews, uh, the same kind of mixed reviews that we've seen up to this point, though it was still overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. In particular, uh, people praised her writing uh though some critics named overall production and a lack of continuity in tracks as the shortcomings so everyone was like the songs are good but i don't know if they all belong on the same album Hmm. and i don't know how i feel about the production of it all okay um taylor was fully in the spotlight at this point like like we said fearless fully launched her into the mainstream and so speak now she is dead center um, and she's going to receive more criticism, like we see yeah. in the reviews for this for this uh, album, because she is in the public eye more fully, you know? Mm-hmm. So awards and nominations for this album. Uh, it won Favorite Country Album at the 2011 American Music Awards. It was the top-selling album of 2011 from the Canadian Country Music Association. And Mean won Best Country Solo Performance and Best Country Song at the 2012 Grammys, in which included one of the most iconic Taylor perform- Grammy performances <laughs> ever. Like, I cannot listen to Mean without seeing her do the little shoulder dip. Yes! Ah. <laughs> uh. I love Mean, also, part two. It's, mm-hmm. a, like, a petty-ass song, and I love the petty-ass energy <laughs> some songs in this album have. It's amazing. The album was also nominated for Best Country Album at the 2012 Grammys, amongst other industry nominations mm-hmm. between the years 2011 and 2012. Um, the lead single was Mine, which was then followed by Back to December, mm-hmm. Mean, The Story of Us, Sparks Fly, and uh, Ours. Uh they all peaked within the top 20 of the Billboard Hot 100. Side note, it's really weird to me that the title track is not one of the singles for this album. Yeah. That's weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess I kind of get it. The song itself is kind of niche. Yeah. Like, but... the it, Speak Now should be the title of this album. Yeah. It should be, because this album is literally Taylor coming into her own. Uh-huh as an artist this album is her saying you're going to listen to what i have to say Uh look at all of these songs i wrote all by myself i'm speaking now yep listen up and so 19 also absolutely should be called speak Speak now Now. it is just wild that like it yeah it's not a lead single 
Because, mm-hmm. like you said, it should be. Maybe it'll be one when she re-releases her version of Speak Now. Maybe. Taylor. Maybe. Hint, hint. <laughs> so, listen. Speak Now is my favorite country Taylor album. <laughs> it's my favorite. You know, for an album that I didn't know at all, because I genuinely didn't, I knew Mean and Ours. Or, sorry, not Ours. I knew Mean and Mine. Mm-hmm. Because I had heard them on Glee, but I did not know that they were Taylor Swift songs. Um, but the first time I listened to this album, it captured my heart completely. It is every kind of sweet, scared, anxious, proud, and mm-hmm. petty emotion I've ever felt, which is probably what some of the critics were talking about when they yeah. said that it was an inconsistent feel for an album because it's literally everything. Yeah, <laughs> which I kind of like. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a beautiful, perfect mix of emotions, especially emotions young girls feel when they are young. Like, yeah, I love it. I think it's perfect. This album is a comfort album. It, it like I said, it shows Taylor coming into her own as a songwriter and a vocalist because her vocals are a stark contrast from Fearless to Speak Now. Mm-hmm. She has grown so much just in the like two years between those albums um, and the album is a first step into her transition from country to pop, yeah. which is my preferred Taylor sound. Same. And that'll continue through Red. But, yes. like, when you start to think of, like, when did Taylor start to transition from country to pop, Speak Now is the correct answer. Yes. In Red, she has fully transitioned. Like, mm-hmm. she, there's still plenty of country on Red, but Red also has some very strictly completely pop yeah. songs. And Speak Now doesn't. Speak Now is very clearly the blending of the two. Yeah, I agree with that. I am, I'm not, I'm constantly shook that she wrote this album by herself. Like, not really, because, like, it's Taylor and she's a brilliant fucking writer. Um, But I, I really love this album. I don't think it's my favorite, but, like, mm-hmm. I've really grown to love it the more I've been listening to it, which has been a lot more recently. Because she has some really cute love songs on this album. And I've just been driving with that stuff more often lately, mm. I guess. And, like, Enchanted was, like, a TikTok trend for a while. So that, like, inspired me to, like, go back and listen to this album. And it's it's so good because, like you said, like, I can pretty bu- much be in, like, a meh mood mm-hmm. and turn on this album and I'll find something to relate to. Do you want to know a secret? Yeah. Enchanted is my least favorite track <gasps> on this album. Ooh! shit <laughs> damn it's not a bad track no i think i think it's my least favorite though because it was all over tiktok that's fair and i get annoyed with things when they are overplayed that's okay that's fair and so like i skip it a lot when i listen to speak now because i'm just like i don't need to hear this song again right now that's, <laughs> that's totally fair i like scream sang it the other week in my car and it felt so good Literally, I love this song. I love this album. Like, her lyricism is amazing. I love watching her transition from country to country pop. Like, we are mm-hmm. getting more pop influences in her music. And I'm so excited. It makes me so excited because I know Red is next. And I, f- I love Red so much. And, like, mm-hmm. her lyricism is getting better and better. Like, it was already so good. But you look at the lyrics in Dear John... Mm. oh that song is masterful that song Mm -hmm. does not need a 10 minute version she breaks apart that man Mm -hmm. in that song Mm -hmm. it's amazing Mm -hmm. brilliant spark like oh my god brilliant songwriting 
Um, it's a great album. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, uh, favorite songs, obviously, for both of us, number one is Dear, <laughs> Dear John. John. Um, and just, I like you said, so we'll talk about the 10-minute version of All Too Well. We will. <laughs> it will have its moment. But the 10-minute version of All Too Well came out and everyone was shooketh because it was like, oh my god, she is reading him for Phil. She held like back in the original... Yeah. And everyone's like, I want a 10-minute Dear John. And it's like, no, she already eviscerated mm-hmm. that guy. I would just like to read the bridge, please. Do. the lyrics for the bridge of this song. You are an expert at sorry and keeping lines blurry, never impressed by me acing your tests. All the girls that you've run dry have tired, lifeless eyes because you burned them out. But I took the matches before fire could catch me. So don't look now. I'm shining like fireworks over your sad, empty town. Pop off. Pop off. Swift literally tore apart that man and tore that man in two. Tore him to pieces, eviscerated him. The girl in the dress wrote you a song. You should have known. You should have known. It reminds me of one of my favorite, like, little interview interview clips where an interviewer is like, oh, you know, if you keep writing songs about these guys, do you think anybody's going to want to date you? And she's like, well, I only write songs about the guys who treat me bad. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe, maybe they should. boys don't want me to write bad songs about them, they shouldn't do bad things. Yeah. And it's <laughs> iconic, and I think about that quote, like, twice a day. Yep. And guess what? Not every boy she writes songs about are bad songs no like taylor lautner she yeah back to december is a lovely song yeah that's his she apologized to him for treating Mm -hmm. him poorly taylor lautner is gonna sleep well when speak now taylor's version comes out he's like i got an apology song i'm good (laughs) y'all other favorite songs on this album for me are the story of us and long live the story of us in particular like the whole song is a bop but i'm obsessed with next chapter Oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> Bob, I love her. She's so theatrical and I'm obsessed with it. And Long Live gives me frisson. Oh, it does. Which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's that goosebump feeling that some people get when they listen to music. Some people experience it, some don't, but it's mm-hmm. like the feeling of like cold water being dumped over your head. Ooh, yes. It's like frisson and ASMR are like the same thing. Um and Long Live gives me frisson. It makes me cry. It is it's so gorgeous the bridge to that one too is just gorgeous like taylor swift is an expert at writing beautiful bridges like mm-hmm. this this one on speak now especially it's just oh, gorgeous yeah. um and the long live bridge is like if you have children someday when they point at the pictures uh please tell them my name if we've grown apart like i hope that we'll stay together forever but if that doesn't happen please don't forget who i am because knowing you has been so special to me. Mm. And I'm like, ugh! It <laughs> it's also, like, I remember she, somebody said, like, she wrote this song thinking, like, this was going to be her last tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. When Taylor goes on the Taylor Swift farewell tour oh. and the last song she plays is Long Live. Cries. Tears. I will not survive. Literally will be emotionally wrecked. I'll need to, like, take a personal day 
and collect also, my feelings. I'm just going on record to say that the next time Taylor goes on tour, it does not matter how expensive the tickets are. We're Listen, going. I will sell our kidneys to go. Literally, we're, we're going. going. Even if it's in the nosebleeds. If it costs us $400 to sit in the nosebleeds, that's it. what we'll pay. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do whatever <laughs> I need to do for Taylor Swift. I stand on that. <laughs> my favorite songs are also dear john how can you listen to this album and not love dear john like i mm-hmm. question people who don't like the song like that's the only time i'll question your like taylor swift song opinions is if you don't like dear john mm-hmm. um i also love sparks fly like the chorus of mm-hmm. the song like the stop everything now meet me in meet the, po- me in in the, the pouring rain. rain kiss me on the sidewalk take, take away the pain because i feel sparks fly whatever you smile so good it like rushes me with serotonin and i feel so good when i like blast it in the car and i am bebopping around town I'm sorry, headphone users. I promise I did face away from my mic for that. I um, was whipping my head back and forth, so you got, like, a weird tunnel sound, probably. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I also love Speak Now, because it's the theatricality for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so extra, and I'm I'm in love. This is in my top three favorites for Taylor albums. It's very good. I love every song on on this album um mean has a honorable mention for me but Mm. it's not in like my top three songs from the album yeah i also Um, love better than revenge that's a good song yeah there were so lots of people people critics you know said that this album fluctuated in being like really emotionally like intelligent and mature and then also being really immature and petty and i'm like yeah she's 19 yeah she, it's that's how di- 19 year olds work we are our yeah. brains are still developing so first mm-hmm. of all yeah and also that's real life sorry mm-hmm. like even even women in their 70s are still petty about literally shit. and also- men go to the grave petty yeah men are passive so, like, aggressive as fuck so don't even at me yeah don't don't come at me about lack of refinement and emotional immaturity on this 19-year-old well she was 20 when it was released yeah. but on this 20-year-old's album about just existing literally also <laughs> this is during the college years literally so much drama happens in college yeah most of my college was first 2 years drama <laughs> it was so much and for why cuz we were like petty we were petty mhm Petty little kids mm-hmm. who couldn't process emotions properly. But not saying that Taylor does that, but that's how a lot of 20-year-olds are. Yeah. It'd so it'd be, so be like that, y'all. Speak now. It's in my top three. It's a good time. I like her. She's mm-hmm. great. Next, we are going to read the stolen version, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> the release date was October 22nd, 2012. So this album actually like solidified taylor swift's jump from country to pop music a lot of this album is blending country and pop um compared to like the first three albums which were more like country with pop influence this is pop with country influence so we're like we're flipping the thing a little bit Mm -hmm. um so her songwriting was positively received by critics but they were divided on the album's sonic range so they weren't so sure about the country influence on the pop because some songs were like just pop and then some songs were like country question mark Mm -hmm. like Um, they didn't know where to place it in a genre 
Yeah, it was very all over the board. Mm-hmm. Um, all of her, all of her old albums could, even though they had pop influence, could very solidly be called country albums. Yeah, and this one, it they didn't a, know where to put it. It has a hard time being called country. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. So that's where mostly the criticism was targeted. It's like the inconsistency of like the genres, but that's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. was to transition to pop but she still wanted to have a little bit of country influence for this album as she's making a transition which i think yeah. is really smart um never- nevertheless many critics have claimed red as swift's best work and a transitional record bridging her country roots to mainstream pop which i totally agree it's a beautiful fucking album it's one of my all-time favorite taylor swift albums um so, awards nominations. Awards. It's. It, I think it won favorite country album at the 2013 American Music Awards, and then top album and top country album at the 2013 Billboard Music Awards. That's what she did. Um, it's a 16 track album, nine solo writer credits. Um, the deluxe edition added six tracks, three new songs, three re-recordings or demo tracks. One of my favorite demo tracks, I think, is State of Grace acoustic version. Mm-hmm. I've loved that song since day one. She is my fave. I think the lead single was We Are Never Getting Back Together in 22. Um, obviously the most well-known songs from this album. Mm-hmm. And they are, fo- yeah, it was followed up by six additional singles, the greatest number of singles she had released for an album up to that point. Um, so this album came out when I was in like middle school, and I have a very personal, like visceral memory of driving at night with my aunt and my cousin, um, blasting 22. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was the song 22. I adore that song. Um, when I, I was in that younger age, I didn't, like, resonate with the more mature heartbreak, because I think Red has a lot of mature heartbreak songs mm-hmm. in it. And I didn't really, like, resonate with those songs until, like, I listened to her re-recording. I digress. Um, I don't love the country influence, actually, because I think at this point I was more into pop music. But I love the pop songs on this album. They are so mm-hmm. fucking good. And I think her leap from country to pop was perfect because of the country influence even if i didn't love every single song like i think i used to not like girl at home because it was really country and i was not a fan but now i love the re-recording i think this album is taylor swift's like true coming of age Mm -hmm. album you know maybe i feel that way because it was released when i was coming of age in high school i don't know like these these are songs that came out when was this released 2012 2012 so i was in my sophomore year of high school um i lied i was in high school when this album came out i have no time is a myth i don't you might, remember you might have been in eighth grade i might have been eighth yeah 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 i might have been a freshman that would make sense because i graduated in 20 anyway um <laughs> but i was i was in high school and then these songs continued to play throughout my high school career on the radio and so maybe that's part of why I feel like it's her coming-of-age album. But yeah. I really feel like this was Taylor finally becoming Taylor. Mm-hmm. Not not that her old albums were bad. Not that they weren't her. Just, like, this feels like Taylor being who she wants to be. Yeah. I agree. Um, vocally, this album is superior to anything she'd produced previously. And we'll see her just continue to improve vocally as mm-hmm. she gets older and releases more music um it's longer yeah and we really start to see pop bleed into her style Mm -hmm. 
No one can tell me that 22 or We Are Never Getting Back Together or I Know You Were Trouble aren't just straight pop songs. They are. They are. They, they, they are. They're just straight pop songs. <laughs> There's no country influence. It's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and general thoughts about this album. I really like to listen to this album when it's sunny, but it depresses the fuck out of me when it's cloudy It is out. a sad album. Mm-hmm. It, oh my God. Girl is heartbroken. Yeah. And she's, it's like when you're heartbroken and you're trying really, really hard to make yourself feel happier and better, Mm -hmm. but like you still slink back into the like horrible, depressing feelings. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, that's the vibes. Um, Favorite songs. Um, State of Grace. I love that song. For both of us. Yeah, for both Mm -hmm. of us. It's a favorite, like. Oh, I fucking adore this song. So much about it. Like, I get, like, what, Fission? Is that what it's called? Frision. Frision. Thank you. I get Frision when I listen to this song. Like, I get the best kind of goose bumps and Mm -hmm. chills running down my spine in the best way possible because it's so fucking good. Treacherous. I fucking (laughs) love this song. I also, I used to think these two were, like, love songs until I really paid attention. Yeah. It's like when you're falling in love with the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Those are the vibes that I didn't fully realize until, like, now when I re-listened. And I was like, I used to romanticize the fuck out of State of Grace and Treacherous. Mm-hmm. And I'm now realizing, yeah, I probably was not dating the right person when I was romanticizing. Anyways, um, All Too Well is also a favorite because it's All Too Well and I love it. <laughs> uh, State of Grace is probably my absolute favorite on the original album. Um, but I also love Holy Ground and Starlight. They just make me happy. Holy Holy Ground is one of those I'm falling in love with the wrong guy songs. Mm-hmm. Starlight is just a beautiful song that I want played at my wedding. Yes. Um, like, if I have a grand march, Starlight will be the song that is played. And the grand march will include not only my bridesmaids, but all of my friends from college. Hella. And we'll just, it'll be like, hey... Gwen's friends only to the dance floor. Everyone else get off. <laughs> Literally. Because you know what? We take up that dance floor like no one else's business. <laughs> Truly, the dancing queens is the friend group. Um, All right. So what? that's the original Red. Let's talk about Red Taylor's version. Oh, this is so recent. I remember when this album dropped on... My, my favorite week... Yeah, 2021. My favorite week week. within the last year was the week that Red TV dropped. Yeah. I was (laughs) fucking feral. Everyone was feral. (laughs) We were all losing our goddamn shit. TikTok was in a frenzy. Twitter, frenzy. We literally crashed Spotify (laughs) at midnight on November 12th, 2021. When- and then we did it again last week when this Love TV was released. We crashed Spotify again, just for a much shorter period of time. Yeah. The Swifties are relentless. But I remember, like, like messaging Gwen, like, it's not playing. It's not playing. I don't understand. Like, I can't find it. It's not loading. And then Doom scrolling through Twitter, seeing mm-hmm. who else couldn't hear Taylor's version of Red. And then... I loved live tweeting. I loved talking. Oh my god, yes. With Gwen, basically on the phone, listening to Taylor Swift in our houses, our own collective houses at night. It was like midnight. Um, our families were asleep. We were like blasting it though. 
I told my mom, I was like, if you wake up because of Taylor Swift, I'm really sorry, but, like, I have to jam, Jen. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was very excited about Red Taylor's version, and it was met with that same enthusiasm. It was a widespread acclaim from music critics and who admired Swift's vocal performances, the production quality, and the new tracks. Reviews described it as a classic pop record expanding from her country roots into electronic synth pop and rock flares. Um, it, like, chronicles various dynamics of love, life, loss, and heartache. I agree. Like, Taylor's version is just so fucking smooth. So smooth. Yep. It's like butter. I love it. Mm -hmm. So we have 30 songs. It's a very long album. Yeah. Um, nine vault tracks. So the new songs include Better Man, Nothing New, featuring Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers, Babe, Message in a Bottle, I Bet You Think About Me, featuring Chris Stapleton, Forever Winter, Run, featuring Ed Sheeran, The Very First Night, and All Too Well, 10-Minute Version. Let's compare and contrast, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is better than the original. Superior in <laughs> every way. Literally, the new songs. Oh, I love the vault tracks for this album so much. Like, I think they're all, like, favorites of mine. I think I could go without... Forever Winter and Run are not my favorites, but, like, I still like them. Mm -hmm. But all the other ones are so fucking good. I can't imagine my life without I Bet You Think About Me. Right. It's one of my all-time favorite songs now. <laughs> I love to listen to it when I'm petty as hell. <laughs> and I need a pick-me-up. Like... You can tell this was the album Taylor wanted to make in 2012. Like, this yeah. is what she wanted from the mm -hmm. get-go. And the inconsistencies were probably her label, like, micromanaging her at the time. Mm -hmm. um, because this is what she wanted. It was a very cohesive album from start to finish. Like, I loved the original Red, but I wasn't a big fan of the country influences. But the country influences in Red Taylor's version were so much more, so much smoother. Mm -hmm. And, like, more cohesive. And I really, yeah. really loved it. This album is a crisp fall day in a coffee shop with rain pattering against the window. And mm -hmm. it dropped literally when I needed it most. So <laughs> this album will forever hold a special place in my heart and be one of my top three favorite Taylor Swift albums. Speaking of the inconsistency in the original with the country influence, mm -hmm. there's a part of me that wonders if the reason that that happened is because Taylor wanted to do pop. Mm -hmm. Like, you said that Taylor's version of Red is the album she wanted to make, and I agree. Like, it just, it feels like the album that the original should have been. Mm -hmm. And I almost wonder if her label was like, you can't lean too heavily into pop yeah. because then we won't qualify for all of the country music awards. Yeah. Um, and so you, you can put, like, a few pop songs on it, but you cannot make it a pop album mm -hmm. because we don't know how you as a pop star will be perceived. We know that you do well with country. We don't know how well it'll do with pop. Mm -hmm. So stick to country. And then include, like, a few pop songs. And in Taylor's version, she's able to really make it the pop album she wanted mm -hmm. it to be. It still has that country influence, yeah. but it's literally like a flipped script from Speak Now. Like, Speak Now was a country album with pop influences. Mm -hmm. Red TV, and the original Red could have been this, mm -hmm. is a pop album with country influences. Yes, I totally um, agree. This album is more grounded. Her sound is stronger and warmer. The vocal growth is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, on Starlight in particular, I noticed this today um, while I was listening to it. 
because I listened to the original and then Taylor's version, Ooh. both of them today. And in the original, she is kind of she she doesn't she doesn't have a ton of color in no. her voice, if that makes sense. No, I get it. Yeah. It's very much just I am singing the song the way that I can sing this song. Mm-hmm. And in Taylor's version, and she does this for every song, but I specifically noticed it on Starlight, Mm -hmm. she adds color that was missing from the original version. Like, uh, when she does, uh, don't you see the starlight, don't you dream impossible dreams, those higher Mm -hmm. notes, um, she floats them in a very breathy part of her range in Taylor's version, which she hadn't done previously Mm -hmm. and i think it just adds to that dreamy ethereal quality of that song yes i totally and i love that she's able to do those things Mm -hmm. now not necessarily that anyone was preventing her from doing them before just like vocally she wasn't there yet and now she is and i love that so so much i do too um the album only grew and it's a crime that yep. the vault tracks are vault tracks. Literally. Every single one of them is a certified bop and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is another one of those, and I'll probably say this for every Taylor's version album that's released, but vault, the vault tracks could have replaced some of my lesser favorite songs on the original. Like, Stay, Stay, Stay does not need to be there. No. Let's replace it with Babe. Please and thank you. Oh my god, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never been a fan of Stay, Stay, Stay. No. Even when it was her version, I was like, I, I this is not a song I enjoy. No, no. Like, that, uh, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This song uh, is, this album still is kind of skippable for me, which is why it's not my number one favorite album. Mm-hmm. There I, are songs on it where I'm like, yeah, not the yeah. vibe. Like, especially, yeah. I can't listen to this album right now because it just bombs me the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it still has that depressing quality to it. Ten minute all too well. Deceased. Oh. I'm deceased. Oh, I um. love it. And when she dropped the sad girl autumn version of it, (laughs) I was in for a treat that week. Mm -hmm. If I had to sum up Red and Red Taylor's version, the original album was a girl finding her way. Mm -hmm. The original album was your best friend lying on your bed, telling you about everything she's experienced in life. Taylor's version is your older sister sitting you down to tell you about her life and about what lessons you can learn Mm -hmm. from her. Yeah. And fearless Taylor's version has a similar kind of feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what I love about the Taylor's version. Honestly, like, like you said, like, Red TV feels like me talking to myself when I was in, like, my freshman year of college. Freshman, Mm -hmm. sophomore year of college when I needed advice and I was going through it. Mm -hmm. To just sit myself down and be like, hey, I'm going to give you some advice. Here's -hmm. what you need to hear right now. That is is Red Taylor's version. Yep. And it's amazing. So good. Mm -hmm. So, new favorite songs slash favorite re-recordings of the old songs. Mm Mm-hmm. You go first. Okay. So my favorite re-recording, obviously, was Treacherous. I remember when I heard that song for the first time, her version, my jaw dropped. Mm-hmm. It was so smooth and soft and pretty. And it was everything I literally needed in that song when it was first released. And it's so fucking beautiful. I literally can't. Um, 
but I Bet You Think About Me is one of my favorite songs. I also love the music video for this song. It's so iconic. It's I, I love it. It was directed by Blake Lively, which 10 out of 10. I literally am in love mm-hmm. with this song and everything about this. And it's like the most country song on the album. And I'm like, this is a certified bop because she was choosing mm-hmm. country in this album, in this track, and it works so well. I love mm-hmm. Message in a Bottle because it reminds me of the 1989 tracks we're getting soon. Yeah. It sounds so much like 1989. I'm like, ooh, I could tell this was like worming around in her brain during this like time when she had originally wrote this. Oh, I love it. I love Babe, Better Man, Hoo Hoo Hoo, and the 10 minute of All Too Well. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, Lucky One, the Lucky One was overlooked by me on the original track list. I didn't care for it in the, um, in the original album. I wouldn't skip it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't pay attention while I was listening to it either. But the re-recording of it might just be my favorite track That's on the so whole album. Good. I love that song. Yep, I agree. Big, last great American Dynasty vibes. <gasps> yes. Which is arguably one of my favorite Taylor songs of all time. Um, And so The Lucky One has become my favorite song on Red, but specifically Mm -hmm. Taylor's version of it. Yes. But then I also love the vault tracks. Um, Like you said, Mm -hmm. I Bet You Think About Me and Babe are both great. And Mm -hmm. I also love Ronan. Ronan's so good. I can't listen to it, though, because it makes me cry. It's like Marjorie. I I I can't listen to that song either. So do we need to talk at all about the 10 minute all too well, or is it just enough to say that it's 10 minute all too well? It's, I feel like that's basically what we need to say. It's Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift eviscerating Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And the music video is a good time too. I liked the music video or like the film, the short film, I guess. I know it wasn't your favorite. Yeah. I didn't dislike it but i would much rather just listen to the song that's fair i I, like i thoroughly enjoyed the cinematography of it and i love dylan o'brien he's one of my faves um from my from his teen wolf days if Mm y'all know that show so i liked seeing him in the awful boyfriend role that was fun Mm -hmm. for me i just felt like (laughs) it wasn't necessary like i i feel like she does a brilliant job actually writing the song Mm -hmm. and so seeing it in film wasn't necessary for me the interstitial scenes weren't necessary so it was just a matter of why why like not that i'm mad to have more taylor content and i know that some people really really loved the short film but i just didn't see a need for it and so i i don't seek it out that's fair i don't think i've watched it since it was like that crackhead of week, you know, when mm-hmm. I was like fully immersed in my Taylor Swift content. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still I liked it when it dropped. Um, the song itself though is is so good. I love it so much. Yeah. Just she pounds that man into the floor. It's punch after punch after punch. Mm-hmm. And then like her line about I'll grow older, but your lovers will stay my age. And his girlfriend is like in her like early twenties right now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> spicy. My greatest regret from the release date of Red TV is that you and I both were like, I'm gonna listen to the album from top to bottom oh. to preserve the album integrity and i'm gonna listen to it the way she intended for me to listen to mm-hmm. it not realizing that so all too well 10 minute version was just tagged onto the bo- back of it it wasn't put there 
for any reason other than the fact that like she would put the acoustic versions of her songs at the mm-hmm. end of the track list so that yeah. you weren't hearing the same song twice if you didn't want to. Yeah. Um, and instead of listening to the all too well 10 minute version immediately, you and I were like, we're going to start with State of Grace. <laughs> and, uh, it's a very long album. There are 30 songs on this album. <laughs> and I lost steam about halfway through because like mm-hmm. the beginning tracks are really good. And then the middle tracks are like have never been a favorite mm-hmm. of mine. And so we didn't get to live tweet the 10 minute version with everyone else because no. everyone else listened to it right away. Yeah. And then because of that. It was almost spoiled. I was saying spoilies. Got so many spoilers. That's my greatest regret. Same. I wish I could. If she ever, if she ever pulls a stunt like that again, we're not. No, I'm not doing that wrong. Screw the album integrity. We're we're going for the clout. Yep, yep. I got a live tweet with everybody else, Mm -hmm. and not have the new lyrics spoiled for me. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, "Fuck the patriarchy!" Holy shit! Mm -hmm. Oh my god! I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm on. The last time still. I'm not even halfway there. Damn. Anyways. So that is Country Taylor. Yeehaw. That's Country Taylor. And next time we'll talk about Pop Taylor and Folk Taylor. Um, we do have a quiz to wrap up this episode. Oof. So this quiz is called Which Taylor Swift Country Song Are You? <gasps> Ooh. These are all from her album Speak Now. So oh, okay. That's, that's the caveat. But this was the best country song quiz I could find okay. because we only want to focus on Country Taylor right yes. now. Yes. Um. So this is all from Speak Now. Um. So yeah. Uh. There are nine songs that you might be able to get. So let's see. Ooh-hoo-hoo. We'll see y'all on the other side. Hell yes. <laughs> okay. I'm vibing with this. I'm fascinated by this, but also it makes complete sense. Yes. (laughs) All right. Do you want to go first? Sure. I got Sparks Fly, which I'm so vibing with since I I love love this song. So it says, you have yourself a feisty one, but he loves you back even if he is sometimes reluctant to show it. And then it has a lyric. So the way you move is like a full-on brainstorm, and I'm a house of cards. You're the kind of reckless that should send me running, but I kind of know that I won't get far. Love it. 10 out of 10. Great song. I don't know if I agree with the description, but I like it. I do agree with my description. I got mine. (gasps) You're living the life. You have a perfect person at your side. The perfect person at your side, not a perfect person. You have the perfect person at your side who would never leave you. And then my lyric is, do you remember we were sitting there by the water? You put your arm around me for the first time. You made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter. You are the best thing that's ever been mine. Yes. I love that. I love that for you. Yes, yes, that is very on Mm -hmm. point for you, I'd say. Do I I wish that uh, there had been more than just speak now songs on yeah. that quiz yes yeah, i do am i upset by the results we got definitely no, not no i'm not no. mad at that at all that was a mm-hmm. lovely result that i'm happy mm-hmm. with yep um so final thoughts on country final thoughts on country taylor, taylor. um country taylor's a vibe mm-hmm. her re-recordings are better than the originals yeah. mm-hmm. uh, i'm excited to hear the re-recordings of speak now and debut Same. i did not like country taylor as a child <laughs> But now I love her. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm very excited for re-recordings of debut and speak now. I think I'm gonna fucking adore those. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very excited for those when they come. Um, loved her as a kid. A lot of these albums bring a lot of nostalgia to me still. Um, they, they're not my first ones to reach to because I'm much more of a pop Taylor Swift person. Um, but I still vibe with them quite a bit. She's a good mm -hmm. time. So, Alyssa, uh, where can they find our podcast? You can find our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you listen to your podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating because we want people to find us. Mm -hmm. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at T-Squee. Or if you have longer thoughts, you can always send them to our email T and squee at gmail.com. That's T, the letter N, squee at gmail.com. This week, I don't know that I necessarily have anything that you yeah. want to send, that I want you to send us, except for your Taylor Swift playlists. Yes. If you have a Taylor Swift playlist that you have carefully curated or that you found that you really, really like, send it our way. Mm -hmm. Tweet it at us. Uh, yes. Drop it in our Instagram DMs. We'd, yes. we'd love to give them a listen. Yeah. I love a good yeah. Taylor Swift playlist. Yeah. They're a good time. Okay. So. Thank y'all yes. for joining us for this one. And we'll be back next time to talk about Pop Taylor. Hell yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Right. Stay hot, stay hydrated, yes, stay safe. Yes. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.